Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. It's not even free. Are you nervous? You look nervous. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking around cameras. <laughs> no, like, I was just looking are, at the light. I, yeah, I was just looking at the light. Cameras. We're not, we're not weird, we promise. No, well, sometimes no, no. we're weird. No, no, no. No, we're, well, we're weird. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> I am. Well, that's a great way to start. <laughs> so we have on the podcast today, uh, David and Lizzie Rex. Um, they, uh, well, the way, why don't you introduce how you, because I met them through you. Yeah. So actually, Lizzie and I met through Instagram, right? Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Who reached out to who? I reached out to her. Lizzie Stockter. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Nice. What'd you say? I think you emailed me. I emailed right? you. We were uh, thinking of moving up here. Do you want to be friends? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's sad. like, I don't know anybody in Boise. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. One of the kids was on like a clothing, I don't know, something child related. Oh, yeah. And then maybe. I started looking. It was before you were like a big influencer. Ooh. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have fake jobs. That's yeah. not our, like, we like to pretend. We have nothing tangible to show on paper, like a bachelor's degree in internet or anything. <laughs> in internet? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. But yeah, I think you guys were planning, I think you emailed me and we're like, hey, we're planning to move to Boise. Just wondering like schools, neighborhoods, all those kind of things. And I, I remember, I think Jack was still a bait, like a little. And I was like, I don't know any like schools or neighborhoods like that are family friendly. Like, we live in this area, Meridian, but um, like my kids weren't in school yet. I remember, yeah, you asking, but um, I don't know what else you had asked also in the email. I think that was pretty much it. Yeah. It was just like feelers and yeah. how people were, yeah. and then because you guys, and I was like, let's meet at the park. When we yeah, <laughs> move up there. Just, had you guys been here ever? We had. We visited friends that lived here prior to us moving, and we had come out a couple times. Yeah, twice. Twice, yeah. Yeah. And which and which part of California, right? Yeah, we're from Phoenix, but we were oh, okay. living in Santa Monica before we moved here. And I said to her one day, I'm like, we, let's go open a restaurant in Boise, Idaho. And she was like, what? And, I, and so we flew up here in August. It was like in August, and it was fire season. It was, you know, we landed. She's like, what? No. Is that, is that 2018? Like here, yeah. No, no, no. It was 2015. 15. We got here in 2017. And um, anyway... She wasn't really sold, and then we came, but we came back, and we drove around like the neighborhood we lived in, and she's like, "Okay, I, I, I get it." And yeah, so we just depends where you are. Wheels kind of, in motion. Yeah. yeah, he visited me when we were first getting married in February. Oh, so that was the worst. Coming from Seattle, where I'm like always raving about Boise weather and how beautiful it is, and he comes in February where it's like, like what is it called, the inversion? It right? was, yeah, it was an inversion. It was weird. Yeah, it's like, and it was it, like there's not a, it's, it's a city of trees, right? And it's like there's not a leaf on a single tree. And we're yeah. on Eagle Road, and I could look 10 miles ahead of me. And I was like, it's just yeah. not but flatness. Like, and I'm like, does the world end <laughs> after that, like, foothill? What, it's, what? Like, yeah. it's like post-holidays. There's no snow, but it's just, like, cold and dreary. And it was always that, that like, overcast weather. And I was like, I promise it's not always like this. Yeah. yeah. He's There's, like, I don't like it. Like, those times are quick. Yeah, But, they like, are. there are definitely times where, like, if you're, like, trying to sell someone in this yeah. city, yeah. like, you want Like, right now is a great time. Yes. 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 Fall. Yes. We have spring. four weeks of that, for sure. Yeah. You just came at the wrong time. What <laughs> made you go, hey, let's go check out Idaho and, like, like, start something like this? So, when I grew up, my grandparents had a cabin in Salmon. My grandfather was a dentist. He used to build airplanes in his garage, and we would fly airplanes so cool. and spend the summer in Idaho. So that was like the Idaho connection. Yeah. 
other than that, I don't know. It was well, just a we weird had really gut good feeling. Friends that had moved here and loved it. Yeah. And then... Tanner and Lindsay Corwin, um, they have a four dealership, and oh, like yeah. Tanner takes credit for essentially for us being here. He's mm-hmm. partially right, you know. So we came yeah. and visited him and, and Lindsay, and they were like they they kind of like they all, there was always a bedroom to stay in, so we would come up and visit and yeah. Um, and how many times did you guys visit Boise before moving out here? Twice. Twice. Yeah. Wow. And bought a house sight unseen. That sight unseen. No way. In 2017? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so during that time, we had just, like, been kind of talking and I think, like, DMing on Instagram, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I But then I think... Once we moved here, we met. It was yeah. the summer, and we met at the uh, the water park. Which one? <laughs> I remember this for some reason. Behind the village? Yeah, we oh, lived. Oh, the little splash lived, pad. Yeah. Splash yeah. Pad. Oh gosh, my memories. Well, I think bad. we lived at our first house or second house. It, it, yeah. It's so funny how gals work with girls. Like, like they'll be able to like reach like, out to each other. What were we wearing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like you'll be able to like hit somebody up that you don't know and be like, hey, let's let's put yeah. something together. You have kids the same age as us. Guys don't do that. Yeah. Guys don't like. <laughs> We kind of like the idea of it's like, hey, come over. You like UFC? I like UFC. Come yeah. over. But then you're like, ah, but I'm tired. I think girls can I don't wanna, feel, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to text him. I think when, with girls, I don't know if it's the way we text, but you can or you can feel out what kind of personality they are based on how they text. Like if they use a lot of exclamation points, they probably like bubbly, you know? If they use emojis, you can, I don't know. I feel like you can kind of feel it do out. Do you do so forensics like, like that as well? Do you go like, oh, she's cool. She's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I think you can, you can get a vibe. Yeah. But she's also being open. Be yeah. Really wrong though. Yeah. That's true. Wrong vibe. Do you get vibes? I don't. Do you I use never, emojis? I, I don't use, I try not to. I try not to oh, use emojis. That's I use them all the time. I mean, obviously you can infer. Does he remind you of Russell Crowe? I keep staring at you and I go, what's yeah, the you actor? Do. And I was like, Russell Crowe. I've never heard You that. never got that one? No. Russell Crowe. Isn't he That's kind a compliment. Of a, isn't he kind of a dick? Can oh. I? Well, no, 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 no. no. Uh, We're not going to base him on that. He's a good-looking dude. We base him off the movies he's in, which he's right. been in some great movies. Is he a dick? I'm not saying that you're calling me. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's, are you saying like he's as much of a dick as Ellen is a dick? Like, like they're saying like she's such a, like she's, everybody who works for Ellen says that she's like really rude and mean and. and I didn't know that was. Oh, that's I, a huge uh, thing. You know what? I, I don't know that. I should I retract that. <laughs> no, no, comment. this is where we do conspiracy <laughs> theories. Yeah. So we all of a sudden yeah. <laughs> speculation well, is the way we live our life. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so yeah, uh, so that's how you guys met, and um, and then the first time I've met you guys was actually at your guys's restaurant that you guys. Well, we asked here. you to build a table for us. You for did. The you did. Oh, that's right. You did. You and then my buddy Josh. Had, now, did I recommend Josh or you found Josh? No, you recommended. I recommended Josh. Okay, I forgot that actually because yeah. I go around town going like, my buddy Josh built that table at the Wilder. Did you guys see that Wilder? They're like one of the best restaurants. I was like, yeah, yeah, see that table? Yeah, he built it. And then I forgot that I. We weren't high Josh. profile enough for you at the time. No, like, no, here, no, I'm no. Give you this it's guy. not even that. Here's here's the situation. Um, the amount of people, including my relatives, that go like, hey, can you build that? And, I, and the answer is always like, yeah, if, if like if I had the time. But like I my life or my paychecks revolve around the ca- content calendars that we create for these brands. Right. And so it's like it's not necessarily can you build X, Y or Z? It's like, hey, the brand already agreed to this. Like you have. So you're almost like you have a honey do list from brands. That's that's the, basically that mm-hmm. how that kind of works. You just don't have the yeah. time. And, yeah. I, and like there's like, for example, we had cur- uh, uh, shades that were hanging right here or laying right there. And then we have some shades in our bedroom. And then, hung them up and then yeah, and she's like, hey, oh, I actually told you today. I was like, hey, um, what are we doing with those shades? She goes, oh, you're hanging them up. I go, 
when? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know when I'm hanging my own shades. I know when we're finishing five videos ahead, but I don't know when we're hanging yeah. shades on. So I feel bad telling no to people because I'm like, I, I just don't have the time to even build for. I think also, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, sure. but back then, I think you were like nervous to build for other people too because you didn't want like. Yeah. You were still starting. Well, yeah, that was like, well, I think you you had your YouTube going, uh -huh. but it was before. How many years yeah. ago was this? Do you remember? It would have been 2016. Yeah. Oh. Josh did great, by the I mean, we love that. Yeah. Channel. yeah. He did yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, that was actually before things really did take off for YouTube because yeah. um, YouTube didn't really work for me until the last maybe two to three years, three years. You probably. were still at the hospital. I, I think, was still yeah. at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes more sense. You're right. Yeah. Um, there is this... Um, level of insecurity when you build for people because everything you build is all on a premise of theory unless you were like taught under a master carpenter or a master woodworker and they're like we're going to teach you joinery and this is a 100 year old proven 200 year old proven method mm -hmm. um, when it's all self-taught it's all theories in fact i have a coffee table in that bonus room and it was my first like big time like big brand working sponsorship and they're like what can you do for our thing and i was like oh i'll make this coffee table it's like mid-century modern yeah. yeah and then i used this weird technique and i would never build it for anybody else because i thought it would fall apart well it's been six seven seven years now that it's still holding up so it's it's just like internal like self-conscious thing it's like is yeah. this gonna break and i don't want to do or this are they thing. gonna like it and then like you know, people are going to be eating on it. Because I've done yeah. that. I've done that. I've, I've like, I've some, I remember when I was still trying to get things off the ground, I would take every and any job, even if I didn't make a profit. And, but it was mostly to just like pay for that tool so I can do more stuff and put it on the social medias and all that stuff. And I remember somebody reached out to me and they go, hey, here is this like $2,000 West Elm dresser. It's like the Scandinavian style. And I was like, yeah, I, I think I can make that. So I started making it and lo and behold, aesthetically, it looked like it should on, on, on the picture. But then like I delivered it and like three weeks later, I get a call and they go, hey, um, the drawers, they're not like lining up. Like they kind of got like out of alignment. And I felt so terrible because here's these people who gave me their money and I made this thing and now I'm trying to fix this thing to make it right. And it, it we made it right, but it was just so embarrassing to be yeah. like called back. And I was like, I never want to experience that again. Cause like, I don't want to have this internal, like, cause you also sometimes will build something for somebody and they never called you back, but they just don't express excitement. So they'll build something and they go, oh cool, thanks. thanks. And here's a check. And you go. But you're like, Wait, do you love it or but do you, do you not love it? Do you love it? Yeah, because yeah. you're in the same industry of like design yeah. and you go, oh, yeah. I, I really hope you plenty, love yeah. this. Like I need a little bit more, I don't know, show me a little bit more emotion. <laughs> and so sometimes you go like. Yeah. Some emojis. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Some emojis, please. <laughs> that would be so helpful. And so you have to understand like, yeah, sometimes maybe people don't articulate themselves like yeah. that. Show, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But it's just internal like wrestling match I didn't want to do. Now, here's what I want to ask you guys is, first of all, uh, how did the Wilder come about? Did you guys own a restaurant in California before or no. Arizona? No, we ran them for other people. Okay. So like we were, um, like we've been in that industry for, since we were 16 years old. When both of you? Both of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I made an off the cuff comment to a guy in California one day. I was like, I really want to open a restaurant in Boise. And he's like, oh, you should call this guy. 
he's a developer, he's in LA and he's got projects in Boise. So I called him just to get an idea like what, what does it cost a square foot to build something up there? And he's like, that's funny you uh, called, are you at a computer right now? And he sent me the Fowler project, which is where the Wilder is. Mm-hmm. And they got to see what we were doing, albeit for other people, but we were running other people's companies in um, Venice Beach. And so we had like a connection and uh, we flew up and looked at it and that's that was it. That was it. And so they were total already, chance. Like, in the process of building the building already, right? They were. Yeah. They were, yeah, yeah. It was in the, what you know, Snowmageddon year. Mm-hmm. And oh, it was yeah. behind. And there was another tenant, I think, that was, they had signed an LOI. Like, they were in process. And we were like, we really want to do this project. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're great partners. Interesting. And yeah. you've ran them before, and this is your first restaurant that you've started. That we've owned. That you've <laughs> owned. Yeah. And so you got into it, like, sight on scene in a city that you are not familiar with, in the neighborhood that you're not familiar with, and just, like, said, let's just do this? Yeah. That's Essentially. Yeah. yeah. He knew he always wanted a pizza place. Yeah. He worked at a little pizza shop in Colorado when he was going to school. Yep. Um, and you guys were always, like, making... Your own like homemade pizza at yeah, home. I, yeah. yeah, I ate pizza for a year straight until I was like, "Yep, nope." Two times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she was like, "Quit making dough." Yeah. There's dough everywhere. It was like it was dough everywhere. and like this yeah, because you're experimenting, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were cooking get, it on like, the barbecue the right out thing. back. Uh huh. We lived yeah. in this little tiny house directly under the Santa Monica Airport. Uh huh. And yeah. William was born. Our, our son was born, and we were like, "We have got to get out of here." Like you know, and we thought, "Do we go back to Phoenix?" We made a short list. I went to school in Durango, Colorado. We talked about maybe Bend. And I'm like, I just had this gut feeling about Boise. And, and then things started to kind of happen. Mm. Right. And we came up and we looked at the space. And um, oddly enough, there's two pillars in the middle of the Wilder that are because they're support pillars. And Lizzie was like, we, we can't build a restaurant with these pillars. And I'm like, hmm. You know. I didn't even notice them. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm thinking of them now. right now. Oh, yeah. It's where the, yeah, it's like. So where you guys like worked around them. Yeah, we just shoehorn things yeah. in there. They're in the kitchen, right? Yep, they're oh, in the kitchen. Yeah. It worked out yeah. totally fine. He always had like a hunch that that location would be good. I was skeptical. Yeah. Well, when we opened it, it was like the Fowler wasn't done. And so there was literally chain link fence around. Like our employees were wearing hard hats to come in for training. And when we opened, oh, yes, I remember that. there was a construction fencing around the, you know, mm-hmm. around the building. But you had to enter through scaffolding, I think. You had to right? enter under yeah. scaffolding. But we're like, oh. You know. open. Yeah. When it's your first project, <laughs> yeah. you don't. It's not like you're that picky. You yeah. Know, you know, like we took what we could get. And as soon as kind you, of. you can open it, the, we, yeah, the yeah, better. Yeah. But there had to be a level of fear, though, right? You say you're like, we'll take whatever we can get. But like, when you put all your, I mean, I'm assuming you're putting all your eggs in one basket in this location that you haven't done. You know, you're not familiar with. How? What were the fears behind it? Well, it's like there wasn't. I mean, I don't know. We we used to wake up in the fetal position at least once every three months. And I think if that's not happening, then there maybe there's not enough pressure, you know? Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. Um, but we did laugh about it because we're like, yeah, we'll sign a personal guarantee. We have nothing. Like, you want, what do you want? What's a personal guarantee? Is that to the loan? Yeah, like, so when you sign a lease, uh-huh. like, it basically says, uh, if okay. we fail, you come after us, you get all of our assets. Well, really? we had no assets. So does that affect oh, okay. Here Joke's go. on you. Now, does, it only affect, does that only legally affect the, um, the business aspect or does that affect financial so like will that financially bankrupt you or is that only just for like an llc where like that's that the, the company well, takes well fortunately we haven't had to find that out but <laughs> it's, a, it's a personal guarantee so it's uh-huh. like 
it's your personal it's they our can personal come out assets. Wow, I didn't know that. That's that is yeah. a crazy gambling. Bet. We, I mean, we literally lit all the boats on fire. Is yeah, kind of what we yeah. told everybody. It's like, yeah, we <laughs> think that's yeah. all or nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's real. I, we think that's important. You know, like you have to. There's got to be like a level of commitment. You know, uh -huh. like burn all the in. boats. Have yeah. you ever heard Anthony I, Tony now, Robbins? No, explain that because I know burning the bridges, but I don't know burning the boats. So, like burning the boats is it refers to like I think it was like Cortez or grab some. That, grab that microphone a little bit closer. Some. Some Spanish, uh -huh. um, like conquistador or whatever, they, they, they landed on this shore. They had to take the island or they had to take this settlement. And so the story was that that particular commander burned all the boats that they had sailed in on and said, there's so one way back. you oh. either take, you take the settlement, you take the island or you're done. You're not going back. Can't and go so, back. yeah, like you can, so we look at it like you can't have one foot in one foot out. Like you've got to. Yeah. I mean, you can, obviously, you can do whatever you want, but it seems like something happens in, like, the universe yeah, or whatever forward. when yeah. you're like, okay, we're we're all in. Like, yeah. You have this finger on the pulse. Yeah. And so we opened like it up. I experienced that, too. I, yeah, but yeah. I love that. I love that. Is that – I've heard the saying, burn the ships, but it's more of, like, a pirate thing. Is that the same perspective or is, like, burn the ships, I, like, it's the same, take I no bet. mercy? Yeah, it's probably the same. Okay. Like you can't go back. Like yeah. you either get it done or you die trying. That's it. Yeah. 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 So go on. So so you lit all the ships on fire, huh? <laughs> yeah. All the boats were on yeah. fire. We bought the house. We you know we were we were gonna. We look the worst the worst case scenario is we live with our I you know we live with Lizzie's mom and dad and you know we we retool but like we weren't yeah. gonna be in jail we weren't gonna be dead knock yeah. on wood yeah. but <laughs> that's this is fake it yeah. wasn't like <laughs> MDF uh, <laughs> so I mean yeah like and it's kind of like our family models like oh, that's a horrible idea let's what let's time do it. We, yeah. let's do it <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't make That's a lot you. of sense. This is like yeah. a fucking mentality, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. And then like we, we landed in Boise and Lizzie like took a pregnancy test and was pregnant with Vivian too. So we're like, just add that to the list yeah. of what we're doing. So where did you cultivate this? Like we could just like, just, just keep pushing forward mentality. Like what is that? Is that cultivate? Cause you went from like working for somebody and growing and managing their business to now starting your own thing? Was there was there certain people like Jocko Willink? Was it like books you read that like shaped this perspective of like, we can't fail. Failure is just like thing that you define for yourself. I think all those guys are great, you know, like Goggins and yeah. Willink yeah. and all those guys. Like the, I think you can draw a lot of like yeah. um, inspiration from yeah. All, yeah. all kinds of places, mm -hmm. spiritual teachings, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I think that, and we just luckily we both been on the same page about that. Mm. So like, so yeah, so let's did, try it. Did you both consume content to shape your mind like that, or was it just kind of something you've had for a long time and you're like we just happen to find each other? I think we just had it. I don't know. You might you both did for sure. I I like to read a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and like Cam Haynes. That Emerson quote, like that Ralph Waldo Emerson quote, mm -hmm. is really important. Where it's go confidently in the direction of your dreams wow. live the life you've imagined i think that's it's beautiful yeah it's beautiful important yeah and that's awesome we've had to shape that and definitely we've, we've been married for nine years where next year is going to be 10 and i i told her this like two weeks ago i was like the man that you married is like a completely different person than i am today like in a good way like i am not anything remotely the same as i was before and i think it's nothing to do but mental like 
I was mentally weak and I thought like what you do is you go to school, you get a job and this is what the rest of your life is. And then you do that and you're like, okay, so this is my income for the rest of my life. Like this right here, this number. And these are my freedoms. I work every weekend like this. This is what it is. Okay, well, I don't want to do that. 12-hour you know? shifts, yeah, yeah every, mm. every other weekend. I remember with me, it was the cultivation behind it was like, I was just starting to run like half marathons and I'm consuming Goggins and I'm consuming campaigns and I'm consuming all these like mentally tough guys. Mm. And they're talking about like, even when you feel you're about to fail, like you're, you can't even, even lift something or you can't do another thing, you're only like 40% of your like mental capacity. Yeah. And there's like a lot of truth. And then from, from like about that, that yeah. perspective, things go, you go like, oh, let's burn the ship. So like I let my like light, I went to school and I like let my license expire. So like I can't go back. Like there's no one of like, hey, to my directors, like, can I, there's none of that. So it's like, and I, and this is a great line I heard is like, losers have plan Bs. Like winners don't have plan Bs. If, if, if you burn every bridge or your ships, and there's no plan B to go back to, then it's gonna make you wake up and work twice as hard as the next competition to make sure that you never have to go back. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's the greatest. I think that's the point of it, yeah, is to burn those boats, is to not go back. Mm -hmm. Just keep going, yeah. moving forward or sideways. <laughs> yeah. Find something else. So I think you lit that fire in me though. Like, I don't think I ever had that. I had, I always had, I was always like at 50% of like, what I thought I could do. And then I think being married to you, I think it is a lot of it's who you're married to the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. When, well, too, when we were first married, like we were living in this really expensive place and we didn't make enough money to pay our bills. And we were like, literally at the time, didn't really have any idea what was going on. We were advancing direct deposit, advancing paychecks to cover bills. Mm -hmm. And so like we had nothing and it was like, we were, completely happy like it doesn't matter so it's like what's the what's the point if you don't try mm. mm -hmm. you know you gotta you gotta try but i think it's all those guys you were talking about like it's good to it's mm -hmm. good to have they're like those, those kind of people are like special very special yeah. i just shared with her um and i love finding these little tidbits of like these um these people who are pushing the envelope and just like challenging their brain and it's the gal, and I, I need her to look up her name. The gal, uh, Jesse, is, I think she's married to Jesse Isler, which David Goggins lived with him um, for a little bit to kind of help him shape. But she's the one that invented Spanx for the, the company Spanx, right? I don't remember her name either. I don't remember her name. She's on Shark Tank. Um, so she said that she goes, when I was, and I, I, I adopted this with our boys. Like, and I just started in the last maybe two weeks using this. She says, when I was young, me and my uh, brother, or me and my sister, I remember what siblings were. But she goes like, my dad every day would ask us when we come back from school is, what did you fail at today? Mm. And we would try to find things, maybe it was like a PE activity, maybe it was a school thing, and like, what they fail? And he's like, as soon as he, they would share something, he would high five them and get really excited about it. And then she said when she grew up, she started realizing what her dad did was redefine the definition of failure. Failure is not the fact that it didn't work out. Failure is that you overcame your ability to give it a go, like try it. You overcame fear and failure. And it's like, so that's, I thought it was so interesting that you're almost like, re, you're almost recoding the genetic code of every human being. Like when you start with yeah. your fear and failure. It's just a muscle, right? It's yeah. just like, it's just a process, you know, things come up and like, I think for us, like we, things come up and it's like, uh, it's almost predictable. We're like, okay, we expected, we didn't know what it was going to be specifically, mm -hmm. but we knew a challenge would come up mm -hmm. and then, you know, you, you work through it or you don't. 
but mm-hmm. like it's just a decision you know like with it's not like any of us are any different from one another it's it and it really is all in the mind mm-hmm. right you know? no i agree i think exercising that muscle is so important because i feel like before if something would come up business related i would just like break down and be like this is the end of the world i'm never gonna move on from this your and then, your examples would always be like i have three clients lined up uh there's there's no furniture this is on back order for six months that's on back order for three months there's like you just that that was your like day and then it was like i'd come to him be like i don't know what to do and then like over time just exercising that like muscle in your brain i remember having a few moments where i was like this isn't i've been through this this isn't the end of the world like Mm -hmm. i've been through this we i came out fine i know like this is what's going to happen. Okay, now what do we do? And so instead of like yeah. breaking down and just being done, you start finding the solutions to those problems. And that was <laughs> she doesn't definitely a long know time. this, but like it's really predictable. She'll be like, I do not, I can't, I don't want to do this. I will, I will have a breakdown. And then like I'll be like, okay. And then the next day she'll wake up and be like, <laughs> have yeah, an let's, idea. Let's go. Yeah. No, let's yeah. do it. Let's yeah. do it. Do I know. Get, I just need a process let's sometimes. Roll. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have, uh, so I believe the people who are good at handling difficult things usually put themselves in scenarios that help them practice doing those difficult things. So like with, with me and her, you, you, it's like, let's work out. Working out, you're doing something difficult that you don't want to do. Therefore, when something on paper comes your way that you're not happy about, it's easier to work through it. So you're putting yourself in difficult situations. Do you guys have something like that that you do on a daily basis that you're like, I need this for my own mental health? He he has like a diehard routine. Yeah, I've I've lately, but I've I've been getting up really early and like I work out before the kids wake up and like to have that time to myself. And I feel like it's made a difference at least in like my mental space. Yeah. By the end of the day, I'm just like a better human. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I live and Definitely. die by the routine. Yeah. You know, like it's just it's the same. Now, yeah. routine is what? Like, wake up, the pen has to be there. No, like, no, no. I'm not OCD. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. Even on the way I'm here, OCD. she was like, I really, she's like, I wish you were. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were a little more you OCD. You said the coming yeah. here. Because <laughs> <Sorry. You know? laughs> okay. right now, you're going to throw this on me right now. But is it like oh, the no. same? <laughs> I, I, yeah. No. Uh, it's the same. Like, I, I, like, I run. Um, well, I, I typically run, but like I meditate when I run. So like that, I just, that's how I squeeze a 30 minute meditation. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that like that pays dividends over almost anything else is just, but that's right. All the solutions to our problems come up in meditation. Interesting. I'm fascinated by meditation because I, that's something that I've never grew up around. But now as an adult, I keep hearing more and more people uh, talk about meditation, but they always describe it differently, right? Mm-hmm. You got uh, Tony Robbins talking about meditation about these like extreme breathing exercises. Then you have other people talking about meditation about just sitting down. I think Matthew McConaughey is like, sit down, check in with yourself, think about things you're thankful for. Like, what's your level of meditation that you usually like? So w- we. We um, subscribe to the theory of anything worth doing is worth doing poorly, right? Like just do it, just just start there. And so, like I don't, you know, I don't, I don't sit on a pillow or anything. Like I, I just, uh, I start to run. I don't listen to music or anything. And then when a thought, I start, I just focus on running and the breath. And when a thought comes in, I envision it like water, and I just it washes out, and it goes until my thought comes back to the breath. And then thoughts come up and it'll be, it'll, it's really funny how like, um, solutions pop up mm-hmm. like halfway in, right. Sometimes immediately, sometimes at the end, but like, 
I got home yesterday and I was like, you are not going to like what came up in the meditation today. She's like, <laughs> oh no, here we go. Again. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I mean, I was right, but you know, um, you didn't find a solution to, I felt like OCD. it was, I felt like it was a solution. But you know, I felt like I was going to have clean. a mental breakdown. Yeah, was yeah. it in regards to your dirty car, or messy car? Or what My car is clean. Oh, it's clean. Yeah. What was the reference to? I wish you were cleaner. What is that for? He's always been messy. Oh, it's like around the house or yeah. something. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it was like a messy car. But your the car's house clean. Yeah. <laughs> He's just not funny. my level of OCD. Yeah. yeah. So meditation okay. is a level of just clearing the mind of anything but whatever you're doing or breathing. Is that what meditation usually is? Y yeah, it's just. It's shutting, it's, it's exercising to shut the mind off. Interesting. Right? Like you can't control thoughts. Like if yeah. you it, just try to meditate one time, like you don't, you don't, um, originate your thoughts. They just come up. It's like, if you're at the bottom of a river and you're like holding on to the, to the, you know, like the river's flowing, your they thoughts are like going. the river boats, like lily pad, whatever, a twig. Right. So meditation is kind of the process of watching the things float by without judgment or um it's just almost being aware yeah. of thoughts yeah. if that makes sense but it's not trying to forcibly think like if you're if you're like we need to fix this table right like if you sat there and looked at the table and you're like okay i need to come up with a thought how am i going to fix the table it's different than like stopping and going you know what i'm just going to breathe mm -hmm. and see what <clears throat> kind of bubbles up mm-hmm Interesting. Interesting. We've we've actually done that for a little bit, not meditation, but running without music to just kind of like clear the mind. So I think. How long did you last? I did it more than you. <laughs> <It was laughs> she said we did it. I was, I was like, like, I, I need a podcast. She's yeah. like, she did it once. She's like, well, I'm not doing Because it is it's like you have to train yourself to do that. And I wasn't very good at it. It's, it's funny. Like sometimes whether it's it's probably unsolicited, but like if I give somebody advice, I'll, I will literally be like, have you, have you, how often do you meditate? And nobody really takes that seriously like they're like oh yeah okay that's a good idea it's yeah. like saying i'm praying for you you're like yeah i don't know what that means yeah what was that yeah. right i think right. also like the word itself there's such i don't know so many different um like meanings behind it that people think it is and okay. so, yeah connotations maybe, and yeah stuff. the connotations like, yeah exactly yeah i mean you don't want to like it's hard to, it's probably hard to like say Hey, do you meditate like without being like holier than thou? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just it, but it really it is, is it's a the good. It's yeah. really like a good. I mean, it solves problems. Like yeah. that's just been my my experience. Like, do you find the need for it is because our brains are so overly stimulated with technology and things and tasks in like in today's world that you need to find a way to like put some brakes on some of those neurons that are being firing? I mean, all yeah. that stuff's probably pretty toxic. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I mean, we're all. It's, it's hard to get away from it. So it's, I mean, but it's not like it's a new, meditation's nothing new. I mean, people have been doing that yeah. and talking about the benefits of it for a long, long time. So I don't know. I found, I, it, though it's, I don't consider it meditation, I found like micro steps that I've been taking towards the idea of meditation is like in the morning, instead of when the alarm goes off, instead of just like jumping out of bed and going to the bathroom, brushing teeth, it's just like sitting there for like a minute to two minutes and just kind of, blinking and thinking and let your brain wake up for a second yeah and just that little amount of not doing something at every moment is enough you're to not like stimulating yourself so 
instantly. You're get letting like yeah. Well, your so brain we've shared this before. Um, there's people who before they go to bed, they kind of do this analysis of themselves. They're unhappy how they acted with their kids. They're unhappy with certain things, and that's the most amount of like level of hate they have or dissatisfaction with themselves. Right? They're judging themselves on that day. With me, it usually happens in the mornings when my, br but I believe it's because the brain's not awakened yet, right? So like in the morning, if, if, if I wake up too early and then I have a good night's sleep and I'm brushing my teeth, the, the 10 minutes that I'm in the bathroom getting dressed and brushing my teeth, I, I'm very dissatisfied with myself. I'm not proud of anything I've done. I feel like a loser, but then I get out of the room, I get coffee and I'm fine again. And I believe that's because the brain's still asleep. So I started implementing this thing where it's like the alarm goes off, spend, you know, two minutes just being awake with your eyes open and just not thinking about anything like let your brain wake up and that's been enough to just feel okay you know and mm -hmm. i think i need to start implementing a little bit more towards the side of meditation just to kind of yeah stop stop letting those neurons fire i kind of do that practice at the end of the night like sometimes i'll be like you know stop we can't i gotta stop talking about trying to solve problems yeah you know where she, her brain i think goes it doesn't really shut stuff. off. Yeah. yeah. I know. But it's a, it's I think it's a mom thing. It though. is. I always tell them, yeah. like, I can't fall asleep at night because I'm just, there's a million things to think about and I can't turn off my brain. And then I start thinking about, like, how guilty I am because I yelled at the kids or, yeah. I yeah, but they probably deserved it. it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. But it's like, you know, like just constant guilt that's like, oh, did I do this today? I should have done this differently. Ah. And then I wake up in the morning, though, and I feel fine. <laughs> I'm a great mom. You start out proud. Yeah. The day always starts out really good. And then, yeah, mm. by the end. But it's it's just constant. Yeah, it doesn't stop. Mm. But Even in the middle of the night, too. Yeah. Do you ever just, like, wake up in the middle of the night? I don't, yeah. no. I do. Yeah. Somebody told me to get a notepad out. Just have it next to, not even your phone, just, like, an actual, like, notepad with a pen. And whatever you wake up with, like, the thoughts, just write them down. Because they almost like, like you said, like it releases that thought instead of it, like just going in a circle in your head. You kind of let it go. You like write mm -hmm. it down, let it go. That works, and because I do that, but I don't do that with gross paper and pen. No, <laughs> <laughs> what if it's cute, like stationary? No, I don't. I, I have a I have a the tasks app on my on my phone, and one of the tasks is labeled computer work, and yeah. so mornings are computer time for us. And I write everything I need to, like either an email that I read, but I'm like, I'm going to respond to it later tomorrow or something like that, or do that or do that. I just write it all down. Therefore, it doesn't cloud the brain. Yeah. Like, I've, then it I've just heard takes a lot up that space. Mm -hmm. And then you're always like trying to remind yourself, okay, don't forget to do that. Don't forget to do that. But if it's like written down somewhere where you know it's going to remind you, it's a good feeling. <laughs> do you guys have to do stuff like that? I mean, you guys run a huge operation. I make lists. You do make lists. I do. I've always been a list person. Yeah, I like to like check it off. Check yeah, it there's lists aren't satisfaction, good. isn't yeah. there? Yeah, little. Really nice do you do you write things down that you make lists of things you've already Sometimes. done? Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because you did it. Yeah. If you could already put that feeling the first five. If you could put that feeling in a pill, I'll take that daily. <laughs> I'm just marking something off. Yeah. yeah. Wake up. Done. Isn't it funny when you ask people, what's your day like? Like, well, I wake up. Or like, no crap. Of course <laughs> you wake up. <laughs> done. After yeah. That. yeah. That's done. So you guys have, uh, so you said you worked at a pizza place and you started, how would you define the Wilder? Is it a specialty pizza place or is it something a little bit more broader definition of, of the theme? Our 
take on like our restaurants that we create or places that we ourselves want to eat at is kind of how we envision them. Mm-hmm. And then we go from there. So, I mean, certainly the Wilder was built around the pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like vegetables took on a, like a really important role mm-hmm. there and the cocktails and it. Everything. Yeah. Everything's it, it was just like, let's just do something with soul. That mm-hmm. that was like the, that was, that's been kind of, I think, the driving um, like motivation, like the reason we change, the reason we spell the wilder the way we do with the why is because we think that's the, that's the important question in life, right? Like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And so I love uh, that. We think, um, like everything's important, you know, like all the little details are important. And like one of our mentors, he used to say, um, like, we don't, like we don't compete in the restaurant business. We don't compete with anybody but ourselves because it's too hard. Like we don't, you know, like everybody, every, it's just a really hard thing to do. And so we just want to be like the best version of what we're trying to do, mm-hmm. you know? That's interesting. That's amazing. The do everything with soul. Like mm-hmm. how does that, do you come up with every meal or every cocktail from scratch or is there just a small bit of inspiration and then you let it kind of run, become what it wants to become? Well, it's a, it's a so, collaboration. Like yeah. all, we have like really great people. Like that's the reason the Wilder and Certified work is because of the people that are with us. And so mm-hmm. somebody will come to the table and be like, I think we should do this. Like, great, let's try it, you know? And um, you know, that's how things get on the menu or like procedures come come to be and mm-hmm. um it's because like people we have people that are around us that are frankly probably smarter than we are is that <laughs> their role is that their job to be like the creative aspect or is that something you have to also carry like equally because that the fear is like this is your restaurant and the pressure is like i have to be innovative or do you kind of have just a team that kind of collaboratively like, like just bring something to the table it's not really anyone's specific job. I mean, at the end of the day, we have the final say. And, mm-hmm. like, yes, that's good to go. It's going on the menu. But someone can say, hey, I, I saw this dish or I made this the other night and I really loved it. Can I can I do it for you? And we'll say, yeah, but, yeah. you know, let's Try taste it, it. And then maybe it's perfect on the first round. Maybe it needs to be tweaked a little bit. And then it, you know. Yeah. We're like we're we have to be the stewards of the vision because we're responsible for mm-hmm. everyone's money. That's what we tell our folks. But like, look, you have a seat at the table, and you know, if you like, Lizzie just said, if you want to do something, mm-hmm. like let's let's try it, you know. And like we come to we come to the table with ideas, and people are like, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try again. Is your menu pretty like seasonal? Is or do you guys have? Because I I feel like I've seen some new stuff. We change almost all the cocktails twice a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and wine, we do big overhauls twice a year. Mm-hmm. Veggies, we only change a couple. Like there's a couple that are yeah, super seasonal. The core stays. Mm-hmm. Like then the you core kind st- of... stays strong, you know. Is Which there is... a level of anxiety of coming up with new things on schedule? Or is that more like, hey, I just got that inspiration. Let's put it into effect. Yeah. You don't have to think like, hey, spring we're and fall, spring and fall. That's it. That's and that, it. there's like a 30 day window. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like when things, things come up, you know, it's like, well, we, we don't have a name for this cocktail or we don't like, how are we going to execute this? Like if it's Friday night, how are we going to make this, you know, tower of vegetables that we want to do? Like there mm-hmm. might be something we really want to do, but like, you know what? We can't do that because no one wants to wait 30 minutes to eat 
this particular dish. Right. Right. That makes sense. So. Yeah. So then you guys started certified. That when did that open? It opened in September of 2018. Also, pretty soon after the restaurant, right? Or 2019? Uh, 2019. 2019. 2019. Two years. It was two years after. Two, almost two years. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That, so that's a ba- the bakery, right? The bakery. bakery. And that cafe, is it like a... Yeah, so have it's... you never been there? I ha- actually have not been there. I know. <laughs> I need to go. You know how infrequently I am downtown, both of us? It's so it's hard. It's really bad. It's so We need to, to go more often. And I always think about like, oh, I need to go, but yeah. But we do... Well, I come feel by. Like we get yeah. yeah, oh, for sure. It's I know. always such an outing. I haven't been there. It looks beautiful, too, because I always see people like post on instagram yeah. like you. a story how we, we lived a couple blocks from there and the space came available and i'm like oh we got this how it's did, ha- like hyde park area right it's in yeah. hyde park, hyde park is that oh it is yeah how did you guys come up with the the badger the honey badger the pizza the pizza That's the that has to be the greatest yeah. pizza on earth. it has <laughs> to be that. the best combination had eaten a pizza similar to that at a restaurant uh-huh. and we like bit into it and we we're like oh my gosh we have to to recreate that yeah. Yeah. feeling of like yeah. what is all this? of these flavors yeah. together the oh like that's so good uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah um so we we kind of did our own spin and version of it yeah that's i mean at the end of the day that's kind of what what things are like you eat something you have something somewhere of you course. have a cocktail someone you're like oh i, I need to I have that it. again mm-hmm. or yeah, and then you figure out oh, your own version of things. Like, mm-hmm. there's people in town that are like way better. Like, like Chris Kamori over at Kin is like, like he has a level of like creativity and then that we will not probably ever have. But um, like, the components are the same. You know, like there's mm-hmm. salt, sweet, sure, right. acid, heat. Yes, right. You kind of know like the flavors that people like when they enjoy a dish. But for some weird reason, like the dough, the dough is like rice for sushi. Like it'll make it or break it. Mm. Yeah. And you're mentioning how you had a bunch of little <laughs> miniature stations that you were like experimenting with in the earlier stages. Is that? Yeah. Well, uh, we were just making different. Dough. I mean, pizza dough is ultimately bread, right? Mm-hmm. So like we, you're essentially, we were just trying to figure out what was like, how do we make our pizza dough? Mm-hmm. And you know, he, it was like version 30 and she was like, oh, this is it. Mm. This is what this is. This is it. We tried like initially we weren't doing a sourdough pizza. That wasn't really the envision, like the vision. And we were testing all these other different recipes and they were good. But you didn't ever like bite into it and be like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. And then a he guy, worked at a um, place that had a whole like bread baking. Yeah. Serious bakery. Yeah. And there was a guy that worked there that was like, I have a, I have a starter in my fridge. It's really old. It's 50 years old. Do you want some of it? And I was like, yeah. So we took that starter and like, you know, kept mm-hmm. it alive. And that's what's that process. So you take a starter, which is, is probably the dough it's and fermented flour and water. It, that's it. Water and flour. Water and, and it, that's fer- it. it ferments. Oh, it mm-hmm. ferments. So it creates like sugars within it, right? When it ferments. Yep. Yeah. Sugar they eat, eats the yeast. And, and then you take a portion of that and you take new flour and water and you just introduce that and let, let the, is it bacteria? Is it, what, what grows it? It grows. Yeah. Well, so like, let's say you were going to start, a, you make a starter from scratch. You take flour and water and you put like a little bit of like, uh, I guess it's probably acid, but like kiwi juice or pineapple juice, mm-hmm. just a little bit. And it would start to ferment. And then every time you add flour and water, it grows. So like it will expand and then you keep feeding it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, wow, I didn't know that. It's a process. living organism yeah. at that point. It is. It is. It is. Like we have to feed it every day. 
Like wow. you it's can eat. You have a pet. Yeah. <laughs> we feed it every what day. What do you and name like, it? Yeah. I don't think we have a name. It's probably bad luck. It's just the starter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The, the original starter's name was 50 Cent. That's what nice. Anton named. Nice. Gave, it, gave me this starter. Many men. Yeah. yeah. And that starter, starter is now 54 years old. Right? Yep. So. How much of the original starter do you still have? Well, it, I mean, there's always a piece of it in there. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Like, but like you use it, you add flour and water, it continues to grow. So like the original starter is still like, yeah. you just add to it yeah. all the time. But like, if you were going to feed a starter, you can't, you have to dump it out. If you keep feeding it, you would have to have a bit like, if we had grows, fed the original grows, starter, it was like eclipse this house. Right. Yeah. Like, so you have to pour some of it out. And then, yeah. What makes a starter so like so sought after, like a fifty-four-year-old starter? Why? What makes somebody be like, no, no, this is special? What is that? Because it's fermented for fifty-four years. Extra fermentation, huh? Interesting. And what does that do? What does extra (laughs) fermentation do? This is my boggling. I mean, I think it it adds to the flavor. So, like, if you were to taste a starter that's a day old, that's only fermented for one day, Uh yeah, it's obviously not going to have the same flavor components is it one that's been around for 54 years essentially like a 100 year old bottle of wine yeah. versus maybe one that's five years maybe. old right maybe a little yeah. bit i yeah i mean the the benefits of fermentation like when you eat it like when you eat our pizza dough like you can eat a whole pizza at the wilder and you don't like necessarily feel like oh i need to take a nap that's what i wanted to ask it's you. really digestible and like a lot of so we hear we don't i don't have we don't have gluten intolerances but it's been reported that people that have like trouble eating gluten can eat that pizza no problem, which would make sense because it ferments. Because of yes. the sourdough, yeah. Because there's a starter and then it also cold ferments for 48 hours before it ever gets cooked. So mm. it like, you know. Is that what they're doing in Europe? Because I keep hearing these things that people will eat loaves of bread. They'll eat pasta, which is primarily like a European dish, and they don't feel this bloated. Their belly's not extending from it. Yeah. The problem with flour, a lot of the flour in America that you like eat with like bread and stuff is that it's super it's processed it's really mm-hmm. really processed so in europe there's like the, yeah they don't have that the yeah. Her- heritage wheat and that's a hundred year old starters mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure yeah I'm sure. yeah i mean there has to be right I mean, the starter this the starter component is just for sourdough oh okay items though like you you can make a pizza dough or bread and not have that starter but the the starter is what makes it's it sourdough. sourdough yeah so are all your pizzas made out of sourdough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is now is that because i've recently heard that there's a shortage uh in i don't know if it's flour or what it is but like it's forcing a lot of restaurants to transition towards sourdough uh, I mean, bread there's a sh- shortage of everything there's yeah that's true chicken well, wings there and microchips of... requires and <laughs> may, may, yeah Paint. maybe it might be yeast like dried yeast because it's a leavener it like mm-hmm. the starters is a leavener oh. it makes that's what makes it rise as right. well so um, that, uh, that's probably what. But you guys have always done sourdough, so it's not necessarily something yeah, you always. adapt to. Have okay. you guys seen a shortage in like any anything like for your restaurant? Um, yeah. What yeah. is there shortage of? Pick something. Any all in, of it? Employees really? too. Labor, cardboard. Labor's been hard. You but know. like food. Uh, 
Yeah, it, it varies. Yeah, it varies. Like we, we, yeah. right we, now we can't get turkey breast for, for a while. Certified. It was olive oil. Really? Yeah. Wow, those are yeah, such random. Is it because they're on shipping containers? Is that the whole thing? I think so. Yeah, yeah. it has it's to the be the delay right? and everything. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing has been packaging, especially with like the pandemic and everything being to go, mm-hmm. and everyone shifted to those models, and then you can't like you know now there's like Plastic the resin forks. shortage. Yeah, yeah, forks and spoons apparently too. You you have to like yeah. I think I walked into Albert's, Albertsons and got um, a poke bowl, and you have to like ask them at one of the little places for a fork. They don't have them out anymore because mm. I think they're just like really low. <laughs> They'll Isn't put it in a blender funny? and it mix it so you can just drink it. It says like if you need a utensil, please yeah. ask for one. <laughs> oh, that's like okay. McDonald's every time you have to ask for ketchup. Like yeah. it gets fries and doesn't get ketchup. <laughs> it's just a silly thing. Our kids. What <laughs> a shortage. I, I, yeah. I always hate going back to the, the dark period of, of COVID, but um, we had Monty that uh, uh, runs Woodcraft here in Boise. Showing how they kind of went over through COVID. What did you guys have to go through owning a restaurant in downtown Boise? We, I mean, we just had to figure, I mean, people still have to eat, right? Right. So we just said, well, we need to make sure that they can, um, we can feed them to go. Mm-hmm. And then we need to make sure that like, we're like, we're helping that like, there's some value. So like people, cause everyone was going through a hard time, not just us. Right. So we need to make sure that, um, there's value, like you can feed your family for this, you know. And we need to keep people employed. Like that was it. That was really it. We, that was the goal. We sat down and like, listen, we need to keep people employed. We need to cut, not cut people's wages, mm-hmm. and we'll just keep our head above water. That's it. And that was the goal. And it was. I mean, did it was, you guys have to shut down at all? We did initially. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> How like long? Yeah. I mean, look, it was it was a month. Every we all took a month off. Yeah. Like we waited until. We knew that our employees um, were going to be taken care of with yeah. unemployment. Yeah. And the minute we we were like, let's just shut down for April. It was just made the most sense. It was the right. You know, that was the hindsight. It was, month. it was the smart. It was a smart thing to do. This is back when people were still sanitizing their Amazon boxes. Oh yeah. yeah. Their house. That, oh yeah. It was like right when it got really really bad. I yeah. mean, we stayed open for a while, and then there was just a point where. Like, you know, there was so much away. unknown, and employees were uncomfortable, and we were yeah, like, that was the, that was the litmus test. Like, how how uncomfortable is everybody? And mm-hmm. then when we knew everyone could pay their bills, like, we shut down for April. What was it, April, maybe? Mm-hmm. And then... Um, then you just, like, did to-go after that? After that, we reopened with to-go, to go. and, like, yep. the community. That's the great thing about Boise is they've always been really, really supportive of us. So we reopened, and we were, we were really busy. But that was the hard, the hardest... 2021 was way harder than 2020, I think, because we got back from the break in 2020 and people were like, it, you know, people were just tired. Mm-hmm. Like they just taken them, you know, it's hard to come back to work after you've been off for a month. Yeah. Right. Like it really is like, ooh. Yeah. And then people, you know, it's not just here, but everywhere in the country, it seems like people were like reexamining priorities, right? Like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to. You know, yeah, I um, feel like that happened a lot everywhere. I think yeah. it happened across all totally, the industries. It's totally yeah. normal. It's like a natural thing to go through. The people who are finally working from home because they have to were like, 
I don't want to go back to oh, yeah. like the office. Good luck getting somebody that's that's now working from home and be like, hey, yeah, we're I'm not putting on pants for this. Like, yeah, we're not. We're not doing <laughs> yeah, this. I had a lot of friends yeah who had to work from home and then they were like, I don't want I don't want to go back. This is great. <laughs> so. And in retrospect, how many people are saving? How many companies are saving money that they don't have to have office spaces? Like the overhead. Yeah, a bunch yeah. of I, so I have some of my closest friends that worked at Microsoft in Seattle and they would let me give me give me a tour of their facility and. I mean, they have pool tables and open bars and movie theater rooms and a, a mountain biking shop like right on campus of Microsoft. And then now there's no need for that. They're like, everybody's working. We're Saving all zooming money, in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a multi-million dollar a year facility. Like that you're like, okay. We've... But it seems like one of the reasons those companies do that, like those tech companies do that, is so that people don't have to leave. 100%. Yeah. You create they a utopia society. So it's like, yeah. like, oh, this is so awesome. But yeah. I mean, but really, is it? Yeah. And, and they said that, right? <laughs> the They're golden like, handcuffs. They're like, yeah, hey, the if, if you feel like you need to go run an errand outside of the campus during your lunch break to get your bike fixed, no, no, you don't need to do that. We can get your bike fixed right here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can probably get some work leave, done yeah. while you're at the yeah. counter paying yeah. for your bike. Your yeah. wife and kids are there. That's great. We have a new wife and kid right here. <laughs> AI. Yeah, have you seen Ex Machina? Uh-uh. Oh, it's the where they took like AI and it evolved into like a human now and he's dating her and there's like this Lippmann's test of like, how human are you? And it's just like, this AI is now playing like psycholo- psychological games with this like psychiatrist it's and it's just, so it's creepy. a, it's a great, ch- there's, there's nothing creepy, but it's, it's a great. No, like creepy as in like yeah. the way the AI becomes. Oh, no, this is 100% yeah. coming for sure in the oh, future. Oh yeah, this that's is why like it's creepy. Scene. It's like, this is already happening. Is this a show? Uh, it's a movie. It's, it's I think movie. it's on like HBO. It's a really good movie. It's Ex Machina. It's fantastic. It's just like a lot of mind games from this technology of like, ah, it's great. I don't want to blow anything, but <laughs> go watch it. It's great. It's it's a lot of, it's what, uh, so you guys have, have plenty. Now, were you guys both like waiters and waitresses and hosts and bartenders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started as a barista and then I was like a counter girl host. I mean, all the things you did more kitchen initially when you started in the industry. Yeah. But I've done and then, both. yeah, he ended as a director of operations director. before we came up here. So you've both been part of the operations and running the operations. And so now this is your first time of like managing. Well, you've managed people, but now it's your whole first time of like starting everything from scratch. Was there one thing that was like the most difficult part that you weren't ready for? I mean, raising money was yeah. hard. Yeah. I think. But other than that, like um, there wasn't anything that was like. I don't like crippling, you know, right? Yeah. I I mean, there's stuff that (laughs) you obviously have to learn, but like we were pretty fortunate because we built a lot of, we helped other people build a lot of restaurants. So we got to make mistakes with other people's money. Mm. Right. And so you guys um, were very well prepared. Yeah. I I think we were, yeah, Yeah. we were, we were pretty well prepared. You know, it's all we had done. We're both, um, college dropouts we did <laughs> we made yeah. It like yeah we made, Love it like it. A, we made it like a semester i don't know that lizzie ever went to class in college not, not is that where you guys met <laughs> no oh no, no. what did you guys major in what i was major? going for oh, yeah. business major. but i think business, I, I was yeah. an anthropology major <laughs> <laughs> i mean you look shocked did you know this like, did i know this yeah you look shocked no, no, well, because I don't think either of us like were really that serious uh, about school. Never, like, I, what was your major? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know you didn't go to class, like, so it's like, yeah. irrelevant. We yeah. just showed up. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. You were an English major. Yeah. Weird. 
I think you're the only one with an official, like, solid degree here. Like, everybody else had to, like, <laughs> improvise. Yeah, but did I ever use it? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Your English is Even fine. Even then, yeah. English is fine. I had to take English because it was my second language. So I got to graduate with a bachelor's in English. That's hilarious. Yeah. But I know, I was going to ask, I remember um, when you guys started, you were, like, at the restaurant working all day. Do you, are you still there every day? I mean... No, not like not in that capacity. Yeah. But we work, um, we work a lot. Yeah. But it's it's part of the it's part of our routine. Right. I really enjoy it. It yeah. doesn't feel like work to me. Um, you I, have recently been able to like. Yeah. He does like different. loops during the day. Yeah. But he's Versus not cooking pizzas like, seven yeah, nights a week. The first yeah, the first two years like I pulled every pizza yeah. out of that oven, and but yeah. now like our people are they're way better at it than I am, and so. Um, Do you still make? Like, will you go in there and make the pizza? I, w- I will, but it really yeah. depends on, like, what's going on. In Do you enjoy it? Like, yeah. he worked, yeah. like, last oh, yeah. Friday night, he was there making pizzas. Yeah, yep. Um, she's working at, at the bakery a lot more, but it's st- starting to, like, phase out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. Like, I think we think, I mean, maybe the staff, our staff appreciates it. Maybe they're like, Ooh, these guys again, I don't know. But it's like when you, like we're, we're involved, like we're committed. Like our thing is like, we don't ever want you to have a really rough shift. Right. So like we are, we'll experience that with you. Like, so that's yeah. important. You're in the trenches with them for yeah. sure. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Do you guys, I feel like every time we see you guys, you guys are always like, even the last time we went on a date night to the wild air. And I think you were just like, leaving. you were just leaving. Yeah. And so you guys are always there. You. And you're yeah. always like, hitting, well, that's you know, what I love. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say, it was like, you're always chatting to people. I, we always see you walking around, talking. Do I love you, that. Do you, so now your kids have activities, right? So they're doing swim lessons, I think you were taking your, yep, your son to. Like, what does that look like now? Do you guys feel more pressure that, like, kids are doing stuff, but you also are, like, so involved in the restaurant? What does the family dynamic look like? Do you guys have, like, sacred days? Like, hey, we're doing... I think I struggle with that balance, like, mentally more than he does um, on, like, a daily basis. Like, I think in the scheme of things, we're super fortunate, especially now that they're both in school all day. So, like, we have our days where... And, like, evenings can kind of be families, family Mm -hmm. time. Um, but it's hard. I struggle with that because I'm like, oh, I need to be around more. Like, I'm that's kind of why I'm trying to phase out of certified a little bit more is so that I on the weekends I'm not saying no to birthday parties or I could take the kids right. to you know right. the pumpkin patch or whatever when they're not. These fly. This is one fly yeah, we have keeps one fly flying over here. Yeah. Are they supposed to be yeah. dead? <laughs> Where's the swatter? Yeah, it's too cold for them. Why are they still around? No. I think with the kids, like we're there when they wake up in the morning. We eat dinner with them. We put them to bed at night. Right, like. That's so important. And yeah. There's and, and if we couldn't do that, they would be okay that, then too because there's a lot of, like not everybody gets to do that. Absolutely. So I think yeah. like work life balance is like a misnomer. I think it's work life integration, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, this is like new where people can work like three or four day weeks or like be um, Instagram influencers, right? Like that's a new thing like just now and right. like. For hundreds of years, like we were, people worked. You in. were working yep. so that you could survive, right? So to be like, you know, sorry, we can't go to Yellowstone this weekend is like, yeah. yeah but like, yeah. You know, also, yes. Yeah, suck like, it up. Yeah. Like you need some adversity <laughs> yeah. in your life, kid. Yeah. We were just talking about how 
I think we were we were at some friend's house for dinner and we were talking about how like it's so hard to find sitters like like solid babysitters that are not gonna flake out on you last minute because it's Friday right mm-hmm. and we yeah. were just talking about like nobody these kids have these jobs that they hated right like do you remember like having a job when you're 16 years old and you're like well you I gotta to do it, I gotta go in every Friday Saturday and Sunday you know like working at Target or something like they don't do that anymore so like yeah yeah the, yeah, the suck it up mentality is not around anymore yeah it's not. Or like it'll babysitting. come back yeah. though. You think so? I think so. I think like I think your kids will have it, right? Yeah. Like they have to. I mean. yeah. I, like we, my, the job I had in high school, we used to deliver hay, um, and then I had a job where I put like I hammered signs in the side of the road. Like I can't believe my parents let me do this because I would like leave on a Friday night to start work at midnight, and I'd finish at like four in the morning because I was putting signs on the side of the road, and that's when there was no traffic. Right. I wouldn't let my kid drive. I know. From <laughs> midnight to f- well, yeah. when I when you're 16. Yeah. Right. But my parents are like, yeah, go yeah. Sure. get to work. Yeah. Get, get to, to work. work. <laughs> See you at four. There's something <laughs> looking at through the lens of today's society. That there's something beautiful about that, right? Yeah. Like it's like just like embracing the grind, like embrace the suck. Like that mm-hmm. doesn't happen anymore. So yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. I think we need to bring it up. I just taught Jack, my oldest boy. Uh, he's he just turned eight last September. And I started teaching in the perspective of like, nobody cares, work harder, you mm-hmm. know? And that's like a mantra that he's repeating. But you could see his brain's a little confused because he's like, wait, nobody, nobody cares? cares? I was like, no, 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 your mom and dad love you unconditionally. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody cares, work harder. We have a shirt that says that hanging in the yeah. Wilder office. Yeah, yeah. I have a, <laughs> a big tattoo piece across my chest with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you know, the, Whatever you can make excuses if you want. Always, but, yeah. And then when they're six and eight years old, it's not like you're gonna. It's too late. I know you're, you're saying it's too late. You're not gonna be like, you know, get up, get yeah. out there and mow the lawn. Like not yet, <laughs> no, yeah. right? Because they just, but like what? Oh yeah, they can barely take out the trash without crying. Yeah, dragging their feet. <laughs> it's this is so hard. So like, what's next? So you guys got uh, the Wilder going and it's flourishing beautifully. You got certified, right? Yeah. Um, what's next for you guys? Ooh. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, I, we can't, we, we got like a couple of projects coming up, um, but we're not really ready to talk about it yet because it's not like there's a lease. We've signed a lease on one space, but there's a couple others that we're still working through. So, mm-hmm. but we're like, you know, when we open the these restaurants, we don't really talk about them until like, we'll literally be like, we unlock the door and, and go. So there's like stuff probably that will happen in 2022, like that mm-hmm. we're working hard on mm-hmm. right now, but awesome. And yeah. in this part awesome. of town? Yeah. Um, please. On, get something, we need yeah. something good in this part of town. It sucks. Yeah. I'm tired of the village. Oh, man. We, we think it looks like they'll, they'll be a Wilder and Meridian yes. at some point. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's my make-a-wish. That's my make-a-wish right yeah, there. Yeah, I know. We just don't drive down there. Which, I mean, it's... It's not that far. We it's not, but like we don't come out here yeah, to go exactly. either. So yeah. well, because there's nowhere to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't come out here to eat either. We honestly. have to Uber eats everything out here because downtown's like you get a sitter and you're like cool the sitter. It you're on the clock. Vibe, and which you is drive so cool. downtown a little. Yeah, it's it's a whole yeah. thing. Well, that was always our thing. Is like if we're gonna hire a sitter, like we're paying for the drive down there yeah. and the drive back. So might as well go somewhere closer and yeah. get like actual like more time for us and eating. Right. But. I mean, we don't eat out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we just don't. You're like we just go there. Uh, That's hilarious. Do you find yourselves like? Do you eat? Do you just love the food at your restaurant so much? You guys just eat there all the time? Not really. No. I uh, mean, yeah, we do. We eat there. We eat there a lot, but we don't go in and like sit and eat. I yeah. cannot sit and eat. She'll take the kids in and stuff, but like yeah. we'll eat pizza once a week. We'll pick it up and 
yeah. take it home. Yeah. I mean, you eat pizza almost every day when you're there. Yeah, I think you it's really good like for you. like a slice of pizza. <laughs> good for you, yeah. You heard it it's, like, it's a fermentation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probiotic. It's a 54-year-old uh, starter. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Well, yeah. awesome. It's well, gr- go ahead. Amazing. I love, 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 love the pizza. Well, all the food there. Thanks. Also, I always feel like, I feel like I know celebrities whenever like people are like, do you want to go to the Wilder? Have you been to the Wilder yet? Yeah. I'm like, I know the owner. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. The owner stalked me on Instagram. <laughs> I was her first Idaho friend. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's like, oh, Lizzie David, yeah. It's, there's a level of happiness that you guys bring people, people in restaurant industries yeah. after everybody just had to like Uber, not Uber, but uh, do takeout during the pandemic. And you're like, oh, because every time like you order like a burger from whatever, it just doesn't taste the same. Yeah. There's not no. enough sauces on it. There's not enough whatever. And then you're like, hey, this is better than me cooking at home, sure. But then like as soon as like you can come and sit down, there's this level of happiness of like that you guys bring people. And I hope you guys understand that because that's a very special feeling. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And yeah, thanks. I'm glad you guys stuck around through all of that and came on top and started multiple places. And we're excited for Meridian. So um, hope you guys go check out the Wilder um, certified. Um, anywhere else you guys want them to? You guys, which guys is uh, Instagram? The Wilder? It's just the Wilder, yeah. The Wilder the, with a Y. Uh, mm-hmm. With a Y. With a Y. Awesome. Wilder with a Y. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Delicious, delicious. Well, That's thanks really so cool. much, guys. We 